Simon Holt from My City Logan. Good morning, Simon. How are you? Good morning, Alex. A bit of the animals. Yeah, a bit of the animals. You've got to love a bit of the animals. <laughs> Get us going what on this. Great segue to our first story. I know. <laughs> well, this one isn't in the paper, but yeah, a bunch of animals. <laughs> oh no, I've said it. Okay, <laughs> right. Um, no, allegedly, allegedly, a bunch of animals gang arrests over the weekend. Tell us what happened. Yeah, this is kind of. I, uh, I don't know about you, but I read through this story and I think I've got pictures in my mind of the OK Corral, you know, with that sort of whistling music in the background and tumbleweeds going across this car park. Oh. There's a couple of cars racing and start firing bullets at a guy in a car park. And uh, and then, allegedly, yep. the guy who was being shot at pulls out his gun and shoots back at the cars who then flee away and then one of the cars lands in a hospital because the driver's been shot in the ankle. So um, this is all going through the courts right now. Uh, So the police have made these arrests. There were six arrests, I believe, five or six arrests over the weekend. And uh, they're all appearing in court on numerous charges, 22 separate charges. Uh, Some of those attempted murder, some of those uh, unlawful use of a weapon and, and various other willful damage claims because I believe the guys who were shooting at the guy in the car park missed so it hit a <laughs> hit a garage door and caused some damage so um, yeah um, it's it quite and, and police are alleging that this is these people who, it's actually quite serious, I know I mm. make light of it but it's actually quite serious and uh, to the extent that police are saying that uh, these guys are uh, part of separate gangs and this is a little bit of gang warfare in our own backyard. So, uh, and then that happened at Underwood. So, uh, it really is right in our backyard. And um, I, I suppose the question is, how bad is it? And um, how many people in our neck of the woods are associated with these gangs? Yeah, and if so, they've got uh, if they've got the main guys. Yeah, I get. We're not making light of it as much as it's just it's just so surreal because it's not something that we normally hear about it's something that you know you see on Ah. the news happening in america or you like you say you see it on 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 the movies or on tv it's not it's not something that we normally talk about gunshots being heard you know people messaging on facebook going did i just hear gunshots it's not it's not normal luckily yeah, that's right. Absolutely. So, uh, so we hope it's not normal. Yes, exactly. Hopefully, that they have got these the people who are doing those things and sort them out. Sort them out quickly. <laughs> now, uh, the front page says a hundred million dollar punt. This is the front of my city, Logan. This week, uh, you are not ha- telling me how many poker machines do you think there are in Logan? I don't know, like a hundred. Uh, well, there's, there's, there's got to be a hundred in each of the clubs, right? So I don't know. Um, yeah. Well, well, there's two thousand. What? But there's two thousand poker machines in pubs and clubs in Logan, and they have turned over this year to date. So well, what are we? We've just started August, so to the end of July, they have turned over one hundred million dollars. No, that this cannot million. be right. That is that is a stat that's come from fair trading and it is the reason why Logan was the focal was the, the place where they've launched a campaign. There's a campaign to um, stop sports gambling, so they're trying to tell people that 
you can watch the game without having to have a bet. I know it's an Aussie tradition to have a punt, but uh, they're saying you can enjoy the game without having a punt. 100%. And, uh, and, and this is being backed by the Brisbane Heat and the, uh, and the Brisbane Heat, the, the women's team. And they have launched this campaign in Logan, so at Logan Home. Well, it sounds like we need it. Um, because, <laughs> because if you, if that figure is, is correct, and we have no reason to believe it isn't, um, yeah, absolutely we need it. Because oh, that's what we could spend a hundred million dollars on. If we all get together, and instead of feeding it into the pokey machines, oh. We could go on a really nice and, holiday. And I'm sure that I'm sure that number is turnover, which means that that's not the amount that's no. been lost. Um, I, I believe they work on a someone won somewhere along net, the line. Net, there's a net ratio of about ninety four percent. So so you know you can say that six percent of that hundred million is still six million dollars down the drain. I mean, I, I've never understood it, which is why, you know, I can't imagine how many pokey machines are, are, are in, the, in the clubs. And I know that it is a very serious problem for people and people do get into terrible habits and it, and it is an addiction and, and huge support to anyone who is going through that. You know that you can call Lifeline and, and talk through Absolutely. it if, if this is something that you're struggling with. But, yeah, when you put it in the context of how much money collectively has been turned over by the, these, these machines, that's huge. And that's not even people putting money on. Like, like my, I think my husband turned to me last night when the Matildas game was on he said oh I wonder what they would have paid out for 4-0 against Canada and that wouldn't have even have occurred to me but it is ingrained in the way we talk about sport and the way people have been have learned about sport growing up that you put money on it and and that's something that needs to change as well so hopefully they are that, that those campaigns do do change because oh Absolutely, Alex, and, 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 and I myself was, uh, is probably guilty as charged but, mm. uh, uh, of having a, a flutter on some sports, but uh, this, this, as we say, is serious money and, and there are some serious implications behind it. So, uh, you know, we're talking about money that's not going, uh, not putting food on the table and proves over people's heads at times. So um, I know we say it every week, but there is help there, so please seek it if you need it. Um, you, you've mentioned Lifeline and there are others who, who are there to help people who have fallen into this addiction. Yeah, do, do reach out. Mm-hmm. Now, um, Margot Parker is one of our local stars, bit of a rival. She's on Triple O. <laughs> so we talk well, about Margo's, probably, Margo's <laughs> probably finished now, so everybody's probably finished listening to okay. Margot on Triple M, and okay. they've now tuned over to you, Alex. That's because fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Margot, Margot Parker... Um, Wife of Corey, but also but legend in her own right, um, as a, as a radio host now is learning how to sing. That's a great idea. Uh, she she comes. She's a Logan girl, mm-hmm. and um, she is training to be part of a, an event called the Unsung Heroes, which is in October. And the Unsung Heroes basically gets together eight local business leaders and celebrities to front up and um you know after they've had three or four months training they they get up and they sing a few songs and and raise a bit of money but margo has um decided that she's going to get in early and she's going to put on a bit of a show on saturday night at uh, club noir which wow. is a local night venue and she'll be uh, she'll be singing a few songs and showing everybody 
her new talent. Oh, hats off to her. That's that's slightly terrifying. <laughs> but you know, if you've got scary. a little bit of a voice and you've got the right people get giving you the, the pointers, you could uncover a whole new talent later in life, couldn't you? I mean, that you know, people don't start singing sometimes until they're they're a bit older, and who knows? She could yeah. she could have a single out soon. I'm sure you'd be better than I would, Alex. I, I, no, I'd I'd have, I'd, I'd, I would need an awful lot of practice. No, I'm I'm terrible. My daughter is a singer, and she tells me I'm off pitch all the time. And I say, she says, "Go up one octave." I'm like, I don't understand what you're talking about. <laughs> I just turn the music up louder so I can drown myself out, and it, and it sounds like I'm singing in my head. Yes. Uh, speaking of being drowned out, we've had the mayor being fronted up by some angry residents. How did this go down? Because well, we talked about this last week. They were waiting outside. There wasn't going to be a meeting, and then and now there is, or there has been. That's, well, that's right. The, the, the mayor and the deputy mayor, both uh, who who are advocates of the rail trail, were going through. Uh, the retirement villages Apathania and also Waterford mm-hmm. um, they uh, didn't speak to the residents when they were out in front of council and protested but they said they would front a meeting uh, which was to be held last week and true to their word they did, they, they, they arrived and they had a chat to residents I believe they answered questions for about 15 or so minutes um, but the mayor has categorically said in his column, which is also in the paper this week, that the residents are in the minority. Mm. Now, there are 700 residents who are impacted by this. My understanding is that there were about 500 people who responded to a survey and, and, and said that they were in favour of rail trail. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I am not sure of the detail that those que- that questioning and that community consultation went into when it spoke about, you know, it can say, are you in favour? And you say, yes. Are you in favour of it going through to retirement villages? The answer to that, maybe yes, maybe no. Mm. So uh, I... I <laughs> was it that clear? Do you know, was the question, are you in favour of it going through there or are you just in favour of it in general? I, I believe... They would. They, were, they asked people for their opinions, mm. and people would have given their opinions in a, a level of detail that they were comfortable doing. Mm. So, uh, um, anyway, uh, what we can say is that the mayor is convinced that the people who are living in these retirement villages are in the minority. Um, he believes that uh, the project. You know, we talk about the rail trail being a project, so it mm. goes right from Logan Village right through to Bethania. It's a long thing. And uh, what the residents want is for the rail trail to go around their properties, not through it. The, mm. rail, the rail line goes through the, through the middle of the two properties. So um, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's a tricky one, but the Mayor suggests that this is a project of si- significant regional and uh, importance. Yeah. So it, it's of it's not only important to that little particular area; it's important to the whole city and also the whole region as a tourist attraction. So we'll see. Um, the residents say it's a uh, it's a crime pit. Yes, I imagine it is not the end of that discussion. Simon, thank you so much for bringing us up to date with all of that. We will talk again next week. Have a beautiful Tuesday. I look forward to it. You too, Alex. Bye.